So you know that the UConn men's basketball team won the national championship a little over a week ago. You know about Quinnipiac men's hockey won the national championship. Did you know that the UConn intercollegiate women's polo team was one win away from winning the national championship? Well, you do now, and I'm joined by two members of that team, team captain and club president Kylie Dalton, and next year's team captain, Elizabeth Ludendorff. Ladies, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. And Kylie, let me start with you. Tell the folks what happened two weekends ago out in California, how close you came to winning a national championship. Well, good morning. Um, great to have us here. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, it was a tough battle. We came neck to neck. Uh, we were up 5-0 to zero at one point, you know, in our heads. We had the second year in a row in the bag, but that didn't stop us. Um, you know, we fought our best through all four checkers, um, but unfortunately, Cal Poly had the home advantage with the horses. Um, they started coming back goal by goal and ended up finishing one point down from them. Um, you know, it's a it's a tough blow, but I'm glad that the team made it there. I'm proud um, that we made it back for the second year in a row, got second place, runner-up, um, and it was a tough game. 9-8, the final score. Cal Poly won that one, but you beat UC Davis by one goal in the semifinal game. Elizabeth, tell me about that game and the late score that won it. Um, that game was a super hard-fought battle. Uh, we were down almost the entire game, I think. I think in the first chucker, we were up by two, and then they sort of came back, and it was one-to-one the entire game. And Kylie actually scored the winning goal in the last 15 seconds of the game. It was just such an unreal feeling to beat UC Davis again because we had also beat them in the semis last year by one point as well. So it was a crazy, crazy repeat, but we were so happy to be able to win semifinals. Kylie, you want to recap that goal for us in the semifinal that won? It was like 15 seconds to go. How'd you get open? How'd you get the shot off? Yeah, so I just came off from scoring off a penalty goal, and we went back to the lineup as a, a tie game. You know, everyone was getting hyped. We were getting it together, um, and we actually ended up causing a penalty, so they had the chance to score there. Um, they ended up missing and I just took the shot down the arena. I passed it to my teammate, Maddie Robichaud, who then shot at goal. Unfortunately, it shot wide, but I ran up there, tapped it off my mallet and into the goal, and it was just unreal. I mean, I was screaming, yelling, you know, blood was flowing, adrenaline pumping. It was crazy. Yep, I watched it on Facebook Live as that was streamed out there from California. This is the UConn Intercollegiate Women's Polo Team. Elizabeth, do you get people who hear that you're a member of that team and say, oh, do you splash around in the pool? All the time, all the time. Uh, my response is always, as soon as they ask what sport I play, I say polo, and they kind of look at me, and I always go, with horses, horse polo. It's very important to clarify. <laughs> And let's clarify, too, how this works. This is not part of the UConn Athletic Department, which is one reason you don't hear about it quite as much as all the other sports that you hear about from the University of Connecticut. But, uh, Kylie, this is run through the Department of Animal Science at UConn, and so I suspect that the members of your team want to go into various forms of animal science, like veterinary medicine and the like, after their UConn careers are over? 
Yeah, so the majority of our team is all animal science majors. Some run the vet track. Some just do it for animal science or like an equine business um, minor. Um, but there's actually, we're open to everyone in the university. So we do have someone on our team that's um, mechanical engineering. Um, there are some that are in more of the other science departments for majors. So we're pretty open, but we do have more animal science majors tending to be with us. Elizabeth, how did you get into the sport of polo? Um, I began riding horses when I was about five years old, and I grew up just sort of doing show jumping, but I wasn't really excelling at it or, like, getting anywhere with it. And I was show jumping at Gardner Town um, Farm in Newburgh, New York, and they also had a polo program there. And the owner, who was also my coach, kind of pulled me aside one day while I was after a show jumping lesson, and he was like, I think you should come play polo. And I was horrified I was like I can't do that that's so crazy um and my aunt ended up signing me up for a lesson and I took one lesson and never ever looked back and Kylie how'd you get into it I was um actually a junior in high school and my friend was on the interscholastic UConn team and they were looking for some more players and prior to this I had never ridden polo never knew about it I did hunter jumper on and off my whole life and I was like, you're crazy, but it sounds interesting. So I'm going to sign up for lessons at UConn. So I started taking a semester of lessons there. And I started doing it fall, winter, summer, um, spring, like year round for the past six years now. And here I am on the team. Kylie, you're a senior animal science major from Marlboro. Did you go to RAM? I did not. I went to Glastonbury High School for the agri-science program. Tell the folks, Kylie, about how people can watch polo at the Yukon Polo Rink up in stores. I've been there. I've seen it. Yeah, so we actually have a huge arena up on Horse Barn Hill Road. People are probably familiar with the dairy bar there. Um, we have a bunch of horses there, Horse Barn, and the arena is the Big Red Barn. It's actually one of the largest arena in our region. So we do have a game coming up this weekend on Sunday for our senior match at 11 a.m. If people are interested and wanted to check that out, um, you can find more info up on the animal science page or up on our page if you're looking for the arena, but it's pretty easy to find. Now, wait a minute, Kylie, explain how this works. You know, Dan Hurley's team won the national championship in men's basketball about eight or nine days or so ago. He doesn't have a game again coming up on Saturday. You just competed in the national championship match. You lose a 9-8 to Cal Poly, and you have another match coming up this Saturday? Yeah, well, this one's more of a, it's an interclub match, so it's more of like a fun game to have for our seniors before they head out. Um but, yeah, we like to keep the competition going. It's um, pretty fun once you get into it. You can't stop. You know, you want to schedule as many games as possible before the year ends. Now, one thing that I really find intriguing about how the whole intercollegiate polo world works is that when you go on the road, including to California, you don't take your horses with you. The opponent, the home team, supplies the horses. Similarly, when the other team comes to games at UConn, they ride your horses. Elizabeth, can you talk about that and how difficult it may be to 
be playing in a competitive match, especially for a national championship, when you're on a horse you've never ridden before? It is extremely difficult, but I think even just playing away games up in our region in the Northeast is extremely helpful for things like that because no matter where we go, if we're not playing home, we're not riding our horses. And I think a huge, huge, huge component of polo and being able to be a good player is being a good rider and knowing that you have to adapt to the horse you're on no matter what because you're never going to always have the same horse. It's not like equestrian where you get to buy your fancy pony and that's that's your baby forever like anything anytime you go somewhere else you're riding someone else's horse and you're riding four different horses so it's extremely important as a polo player to be a really good rider be able to adapt to whatever you're given four different horses does that mean one horse per chucker that's correct speaking of chuckers words come up a few times this morning Let's define what that is. Kylie, what is a chucker? So chuckers are basically the exact same thing as a period in a basketball game, um, except chuckers usually run a little bit shorter just because we're on, you know, living, breathing animals that are athletically built and working. So they run between six and a half minutes to seven and a half minutes for intercollegiate chuckers, and there's usually four of them. Elizabeth, what are strings? So as I was saying before with the horses, strings are the horses that each team is given. So at the start of a game, there are two separate strings with six horses each, and there are three horses per team per chucker. So the three horses you're on in the first are different than the three horses you're on in the second, third, and fourth. And how do you score points and how do you win games? Uh, Points are scored off the mallet, off horses, off of anything, as long as it hits that goal. Um, anything scored before the 25-yard line is one point. If you're scoring points behind the 25-yard line, that, point, that counts as two, two points. Excuse me. Kylie, what precautions are in place to make sure the horses don't get hurt? Yeah, so at this level of polo, there's you have to be a very skillful rider, you know, have to learn the sport of polo for a decently long time and be familiar with the rules. There's a ton of rules as a polo player that you need to know and are aware of. Um, so the horse is safe, obviously. Um, if you're dangerously riding, you can get called, you can get carded or even called out of the game. Um, one of the most basic rules to polo is It's called the line of the ball. So whenever the ball is hit, you're creating a new line that you have to follow and stay on the side of. It's almost like driving on a road. You cannot cross that yellow line. So you're basically keeping your horse on the right side of the line to avoid any collisions or fouls or dangerous riding. Elizabeth, they say defense wins championships. How does your coach coach you on playing defense so the other team has a hard time scoring? Uh, One of the biggest things that we try to do defensively is stay on the wall side of every single play because if you have the wall, you're taking that away your opposing team's um, offside. So offside is when you're hitting on the right side, which is where your mallet is. So that's your easy side. That's where you're going to make the majority of your plays. So if you have that wall, you're taking away your opponent's ability to hit on that offside, and you're kind of controlling the game more. 
And your coach is Drew Gale. Tell me about what he brings to the table and what types of things he's been coaching both of you on. So Drew has been playing for a really, really long time, and he sort of brought like a fresh view to this club since we lost our coach last year. He's brand new this year, and he's brought us a bunch of new drills and a lot of communication. I know an 11-year-old girl, a friend of mine, who is big into horseback riding, and she competes in competitions and the like, and I have a feeling that somewhere down the road, maybe she'd like to be a member of the UConn Intercollegiate Women's Polo Team. How do people become a member of your team? Are there tryouts? Do they recruit? Is it the same as intercollegiate athletics when it comes to, like, football and baseball and softball, things like that? Yeah, so we do have tryouts every fall semester. Um, Usually we have some people contact us. Um, It's easy enough if you look up the UConn Polo page. We have an email on our website. Um, You can get in contact with pretty much anyone. Um, We usually have the president or coach listed on our website as well if you wanted to contact them. Um, We also have lessons for new members that aren't familiar with the sport of polo but have ridden or even have not ridden before. Um, We have beginner intermediate lessons. Um, We're hoping to bring back an extra day of lessons next semester if if there's enough interest. Um, But basically just contact us through our website because we do have trials and we are always looking for new members. What do you call the stick that you reach down and hit the ball with? That is called a mallet. It is the mallet. Okay. Now, are there times when you're riding your horse and you're reaching down with your mallet to strike that ball and, uh-oh, you lose your balance and fall off? How do you keep your balance on the horse when you're reaching down to hit the ball? Yeah, so that does happen. Um, it does happen, but probably not as often as you would think. Um, it did happen to one of our players twice in Nationals. She did fall off into the wall and then off the side of a horse, but um, as you're riding polo, um, you build up that leg muscle. Um, As uh, regular hunter riders are probably used to gripping with their lower legs, we actually use our knees. Um, We use our knees to grip the saddle um, because there are no knee folds, so it's kind of just a flat suede saddle. but it's basically just building up that muscle. Um, and then you get used to the feeling of bending over the horse and knowing your limits and being able to call off a play if you can't get to it. Elizabeth, I know that you were in California two weekends ago for the national championships, but in your regular season schedule, what schools do you play? Where are they from? And then how do you advance to the regionals and the nationals? So in our regular season, we're in the Northeast region. So we play Harvard, Skidmore, Yale, UMass, and Cornell. Um, And to advance to the um, regionals and nationals, we play regionals. So we play all of those teams listed except for Cornell because Cornell is considered Division I and we're in the Division II. Um, So we play Harvard, Skidmore, Yale, and UMass at regionals. And it's basically divided up. As a normal tournament would, you play one team the first day, and then from semifinals you go into finals, and whoever wins gets to go to nationals. Um, in 2022, we played nationals at Legends Polo Club in Coffin, Texas, and we played schools 
like Michigan, Texas Tech, UC Davis, Skidmore, and SMU. And then this year in California, we played Cal Poly, UC Davis, CSU, Wisconsin, and that was it. And Kylie, how does the UConn women's intercollegiate polo team run and support itself? You're not part of the athletic department. Correct. So it's a student-run club sport. So basically we kind of, I don't want to say fend for ourselves, but we do get funding through the university. However, it's uh, our duty to kind of, you know, um, take action upon that. Um, We held elections um, after the fall semester last year to um, elect new officers. Um, I used to hold the treasurer position my junior year, and then I went to uh, president this year. Um, And then each officer kind of has, like, a different role to fill. Um, We schedule our own games. We kind of hold the contact for through the USPA, through the university, through barn staff, to other coaches from other schools, um, to getting our funding um, to ourselves. Um, We do have university horses, as you said earlier. Um, It's run through the animal science department. And for the horses, we do have our own barn staff that take care of each and every one of our horses on campus every single day so it's not something that we have to take care of every day as a team which is something you usually hear about from other schools so we're very lucky to have that UConn women's intercollegiate polo team has won eight national championships including in 2022 and this year they were the national division two runner-up by the way the men's Intercollegiate polo team at UConn won it in 72, 73, and 74. I want to thank Kylie Dalton, the team captain and club president, and next year's team captain, Elizabeth Lusdorf, for joining me today. And congratulations on a great season, a great run. Came up one goal short, but we're proud of what you did. And hope you have another great year next year for both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Kylie Dalton and Elizabeth Lusdorf this morning, members of the UConn Intercollegiate Women's Polo Team on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.